Lorena Junco Margain, and I'm so excited for this journey. We decided to launch this podcast to share my story with the hope that you could connect the dots of your life and truly be on your way. Today on On My Way, we talked about it in season one, but we couldn't help circling back and covering it in more depth. Today is all about the hero's journey. Hola amigos, hello, welcome back to On My Way. This is season two and we have a very important guest. Some of you who followed season one might be familiar. She's Renunam Yoshi. She's a very important in my life. She's a Vedic astrologer, Ayurveda practitioner and transformational coach. She launched a book, which I highly recommend. The book is called Before Your Future, A Contemporary Guide to Self-Knowledge Through the Ancient Art of Vedic Astrology. Hello, Renu. Thank you again for being our guest. I am very grateful for your time. I know you're a very occupied and sought out astrologer. I don't take it for granted that I have you here with us. So everyone here listening, please know that every word of wisdom that comes from Renu's mouth will literally open your eyes and connect the dots that we are all on our way to a journey where even if you don't have the roadmap, all this knowledge will help you understand your mission in life. And she is the one that taught me about the hero's journey. Once I look at it from afar, I know it's evident, but I think it's beautiful to live in a world where it's cyclical, where patterns repeat. And I would love, Renu, if you can tell us a little bit of that and also if you could introduce yourself and how is it that we have had such a profound bond and how you are truly the most important teacher in my life. Oh, thank you, Lorena, for this beautiful introduction. You and I have been on a hero's journey together over the last, I think we started working together about almost a decade ago. I am just so grateful to be here this morning. Just really excited to talk about my book and how it relates to the hero's journey and the work that we've done together. So I just wanted to start off by saying that my book is not on the hero's journey, but I use the hero's journey template to, and apply it to the Vedic astrology matrix. Backing up a little bit, Vedic astrology is the ancient astrology of India, which relates to yoga, Ayurveda. Most people are familiar with yoga and, uh, and Ayurveda, which is the medical system of the, the yogic healing. And there's a third piece of the puzzle, which is, which is Vedic astrology. It's similar to Western astrology. There's a lot of crossover. So what I have done is I have been over the years working you know, with, with Lorena and people like Lorena, I, I found that there are some really, some things that really cross over together with people and in trying to make, apply Vedic astrology's ancient science to contemporary usage, I have included the hero's journey to help us understand how the ast astrological matrix works. But as we will talk today, you will see that you don't have to do astrology to understand the hero's journey and how you can apply it to your life. And I think, you know, Lorena, as you know, your book 
is a story of the hero's journey. You know, to, to talk about what is the hero's journey. Hero's journey is simply a template that we use in which the hero, in any good story, let's say you watch the Netflix series, um, Queen's Gambit, any story that you watch, it always has a beginning, a middle, and a and an end, right? In the beginning of the in the story, the main the protagonist is setting out on a journey. They have some kind of a crisis or some kind of a, a situation that they really don't know how to to deal with it, and then they go forward. There's a lot of ordeals and difficulties that that person, the protagonist, encounters, and then they return at the end of the story wiser and transformed. So that's essentially a very, in a really quick nutshell, what is the hero's journey? And it applies to all our lives, every single one of us. Mm -hmm. So every single one of us, do we have several hero journeys in our lives or is it just one? And then does it apply differently to men or women? Or is it just like a structure to guide you th through an arch and kind of identify where in your process you are? How would you describe the hero's journey for those who are not familiar to Campbell's model of the hero's journey? So to answer your question, Lorena, yes. I think that all of us have, you could say, one, you know, our life story is a hero's journey in which, you know, we're born. We don't know a whole lot, right? If you just simply look at that and then we go, you know, we become adolescents, we think we know everything and then... You know, we get married and we think we know everything about what it is. We, we have children. So we are really in that sense cycling in that section of our life story through the whole hero's journey. And it doesn't really differ for men or women in that sense. And remember, hero, the word hero is not being used here as a male or a female. We are all the heroes of our story in the sense that we all have a mission We all have struggles. You know, any any good story, as you know, will have its struggles, will have its ordeals, will have its successes, it will have its triumphs, it will have its dragons, right, and villains. Every story, fact or fiction, has these elements. So I think that we do have cycles of the hero's journey in our life, as well as, you know, our whole story is a hero's journey. And the goal, of course, is that that is what a transformational coach or transformation or spiritual work that we do together is within each cycle to be transformed. And then, of course, by the end of your life to have the wisdom, you know, to, you know, so much more. And that's really what a um, if you look at any good story, you will see that the hero doesn't know a whole lot at the beginning. And then, he, you know, he, he gets some information. Information turns to knowledge, but then knowledge turns to wisdom. And we're just cycling through that, just like you and me, some of the work we did together that, that particular decade, which you write about in your book, you were on a, you know, just a new course was set. You know, all of a sudden with the surgery going wrong, you were left just like in any good story, like, what do I do next? Right. And then I watched you to go from that to where you are today. So you could say you're at the end of a cycle, right? But a new cycle has begun. And, and remember that any system that is in the process of growth, any system, whether it's a business, uh, having children, marriage, writing a book, starting a podcast, it is going to have this, these stages that we'll talk about as we go further. But, but at the very least, it will have departure, initiation and return, which is what Joseph Campbell, the person who coined this phrase, hero's journey, 
described, he, he described 17 stages, but three main stages. So let's say you're starting off a podcast. You don't know, you know, you will, you will go through these cycles by the end of, you know, in 10 years, you're going to be an absolute genius as doing at this, but it's, it's going to have its difficulties. It's going to have its, its struggles. It's going to have its mentors as well. People who will come in and help you like people who are helping you. So that's essentially, um, does that make sense? What I just said is that is that good? Yes. So what I what I was fascinated, you know, now that I've been doing the research formally, because you're such a great teacher in a way that you storytell. So I never understood you were actually guiding me through that journey. So it it was not in my face, you know. It was a, uh, <laughs> and and now that I've been researching it and understanding, I can literally see like when the crisis began, and then you know I was in this ordinary world where yeah. now it wasn't, and you start you start in a in a life of searching for answers. And you find a teacher. And in my life, I'm like, oh, my gosh, Renu was that person in my hero's journey. So it is kind of a tranquilizer for me to know that if this is a cyclical thing, life will unfold a mentor, a guide or someone that will be guiding you with wisdom and, and good, a good, a better approach to it. And then, you know, you have to to have a departure, right? That's how he calls it in, in his cycle, which means you go out and about and discover the way to how to get back to the end of the circle. So how would you know if you are in good hands? How do you identify your mentor? Do people just don't see mentors walking their way? Why are some people more aware of trying to solve this cycle versus just going out and about? Or are those people that are walking out and about are also the heroes of their journey? Okay, wow. So let's back up a little bit. I think that will help us understand what Joseph Campbell was talking about when he, when he talked about the hero's journey. What he did is he researched stories and myths ancient myths, you know, even those that go back thousands of years. And what he found was that there is an archetypal structure in stories that from thousands of years ago, different cultures, no matter whether it's from Mexico or if it's from India or if it's from Greece, there are these, these, these archetypal cycles that the heroes go through. So he wondered why every culture is writing these similar stories, you could say they're similar, right? Why a story that originated in Mexico has a similar theme to a story that's on Netflix today. You know, Correct. maybe it was a thousand years old. So what he, when he looked at this, he, he found that there was this, he, he called it the universal myth. And that's what we've been talking about in which in a universal myth, the hero starts off with some, usually there's a crisis of some type, and it's called call to adventure. There's a departure. And the mm -hmm. hero's like, no, I don't want to go. I like it where I am. Like, like Harry Potter, for example, would be a good example. He's in the closet. It's not a great place. You know, he lives with the, with these, these terrible, you know, his step parents, but he now has to go on an adventure. Right. And, and uh, so that's what Campbell was talking about. And what he suggested was that, and that's the reason I use so many stories in, you know, when I talk to my clients, when I talk to you, oftentimes you'll hear me tell a story. 
And what he suggested was that these stories, we have used them for, you know, cultures have used them for thousands of years to help us with our own struggle, with our, because they, they reveal the path for how we can, we can overcome our fears, our aspirations and our struggles because they repeat. And he also suggested that they exist in the universal mind that we all will have. I think, I think that where we, we get into trouble in life is that we are not, at least I wasn't taught this, you know, until I discovered this myself, we were told, you know, you go to college and everything is going to be great. You go to get a job and everything is going to be great. Then you get married, everything's, you know, but we weren't taught that each of those steps is going to have just like in any good story, it's going to have its dragons and villains and obstacles and betrayals and mentors and victories and successes. So basically everyone's status quo just like crumbles. Is that right? Like your ideals, the thinking of who you were, because I truly am another person after what I went through with, with this doctor. And I'm like, uh, it's fascinating now that I see it you know, from afar, how it plays out. But while I was living it, I know there is no such thing to chance, but you appeared in my life. And I just think that's fascinating. But I also wonder if you need the eyes or the ears to be looking for a mentor or for assistance. What are people doing if they don't find that or everyone finds one? Well, I think there which is actually what we are trying to do here right now is to offer mentorship. I think the first thing is to recognize that there is no venture that you're going to take on, whether it's marriage, whether it's running a business, whether it's, you know, writing a book, which is not going to have its hero's journey. So first you recognize that. I think a lot of times people, you know, there is post-traumatic stress disorder and then there is post-traumatic stress growth. And I think that is where we have a choice. What we don't have a choice is that no matter what you're undertaking, at some point you're going to hit difficulties, you're going to hit obstacles, you're going to find some obstacles, you're going to find battles that you have to fight. And, and if you're fortunate enough, you will find mentors and mentors can come in so many forms. I hope, you know, your book can, can function as a mentor for people who are you know, struggling with, you know, why me? Why did this happen to me? Right? Which a lot of time that happens. We we hit a roadblock or we something terrible happens to us and we say, why me? And then if we are open to understanding that the journey that we are on, we're going to call it the, is a hero's journey. And you can relate back to any good story that you've enjoyed. If you enjoy watching, you know, Netflix series, it really doesn't matter because these stories even the writers who write them and the film producers who produce them, they build in this arc into the story. You don't have a story that you enjoy where everything is perfect. The hero gets exactly what they want. Everything goes smoothly. That's not a story. Does that make sense? Right? Correct. That's not a story. The story will have a beginning in which the hero is kind of comfortable, but it's not. he's not that wise, doesn't really know that much, and then they will go through some transformation through some struggles, and then they will come out on the other side, hopefully more knowledgeable, more wise, and actually ready to now mentor others. So in your journey, when I'm working with you, we were doing similar things. We were, you know, I, we were using 
for example, in your particular case, which is what your book is on, is, you know, I still remember the day you called me. I was driving, actually. I pulled over to the side of the, the, the freeway when you phoned me and you told me that you had just discovered that they had removed the wrong organ, right? And so this was a launching pad. Now, you have to be, I think the question you asked was this, everybody has have mentors. I think you have to be open to mentors, mentorship. And to be open to mentorship, you have to be a hero. You can't fall apart. You can't uh, go into the mode of why me? And so, you know, people in my work as a transformation coach, we are so grateful when you get somebody like you that I can mentor who's ready to open and listen. And I think a good mentor is one that I talk about that a lot in my book that doesn't doesn't just tell you what to do. If you watch any good story, whether it's Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, they guide you slowly, step by step. But you're right. The other the the other side has to be open to mentorship. And that's really what being the hero of your story is. It's not about, you know, making the headlines or becoming, you know, making it, you know, on CNN or something. It's really just taking the sacredness of your karma, the story that the hand that you're dealt, the story that you have to live and transforming that into a beautiful story of transformation and growth and wisdom. But it takes time. It's That's a process. That's beautiful. You know, right now I was having uh, visceral reactions too, but like how would a homeless find its mentor or uh, a friend who is in a depression? And I think actually this this podcast could be that guide for someone. It doesn't have to be a person. It could be a book you read. It could be a podcast, a movie. It's something that Absolutely. triggers... So I think that's liberating to know that there are many options. It doesn't have to be a guru per se. It's just something that that opens your mind to knowing that there's a better option and that you need to move forwards to what, a, would you call it a, a call to adventure or a call to resolve your problem? Is that how you would put it in a hero's journey? Sure. I mean, it's, you know, if you are listening to this podcast and you are stuck right now, for example, or you're feeling betrayed or you're feeling like nothing is going to ever going to get better or you just feel paralyzed. I think the first step, which is what we are taking through this podcast, is to realize that just like any good story that you've enjoyed ever reading, watching, reading to your children, the hero didn't start off knowing everything, having everything you know, everything was perfect. Always, he, I use the word, I use he here to mean both male and female. He started off with sort of where you are right now. You know, where Lorena, you were when you found, you know, the medical issue that occurred, you were sort of paralyzed. Now what next? And at that point, you, you open up and you, you look, you, if you start seeking and searching, you know, we say in the Indian culture that when you are ready, the mentor just appears. When you are ready and open, and you see that in good stories, whether it's Yoda or if it's Gandalf, you know, the, the mentor appears. And really, the mentor is really your own inner. It's your own, it's inside of you an opening that says, there's something bigger and better and higher out there that I need to look for. 
sometimes we call it the spiritual path, right? And and what I want to say is that traditionally, if you look at, and that's what Joseph Campbell, you know, talks about in his book and his writings is that traditionally cultures had a method through which people, you know, they had stories that were told generation after generation. You know, in the introduction to my book, I mention a story, the very famous story of the Ramayana of Lord Rama, which I often reference in my courses and my, and, and I remember as a child, I used to go to my grandmother's house, you know, every summer. And then there's a certain time of the year for two weeks, the whole, this is in India, the whole village would reenact the whole, the whole epic story. It's a very, very long story of Lord Rama who, you know, starts off, he's on his day of coronation, he gets some bad news and then all kinds of terrible things happen to him. And then he comes out, comes out, you know, victorious. But culturally in ancient cultures, this was a, a, a celebration. Once a year, this story was reenacted by the town folks in India. In every little town, you know, the, the street people would take on the parts and they would play it. And every evening, instead of watching Netflix, we would go and we would sit in the town square and we would watch this story. So you can imagine, Lorena, how this story, this ancient story of Lord Rama and the kidnapping of his wife Sita and all of that became kind of the mentor for the people. So when people were faced with these terrible ordeals or difficult times, they had a role model, right? And that's what a mentor is. A mentor is a role model who's there to say, look, you're going to have to, you know, it's difficult now, but you have to take this difficulty and transform it into something higher and bigger for yourself and the world. Which I think is beautiful back to my, you know, Western culture. I'm from Mexico and the Via Crucis, which is like the path of Christ with the cross. Would that sure. be a hero's journey? Like Absolutely. the trials he confronted and then um, Mary being the mother and being the strength. And it's actually fascinating that all uh, the, the grand masters of life have also experienced that. And we still keep learning through the scriptures or, you know, me being a Catholic, that's how I can relate to it. But I do believe that seeing how, even if in, in our wording we say, you carry your cross, that's kind of the, sure. you're being your own hero with your own challenges. And so it all ties up. I think all the messages out there in the world do come back to this beautiful are they what twelve steps, eleven steps in the in the cycle? Sure, yeah. I mean, they are actually. Campbell talked about seventeen steps. He described seventeen. Seventeen. And yeah, he had seventeen steps. What I've done in my book it, is uh, apply the hero's journey template, Campbell's journey template to the twelve signs of the zodiac and the twelve houses. So I've kind oh, of adapted beautiful. that. Um, but remember that you don't need to do astrology because remember the hero's journey can apply to any, any venture that you take on that it's going to have. When you first start off, you're going to not know a whole lot of how to navigate that area of life. It's, it's a simple, it's very simple. And I think you were, when you were talking earlier, it was very beautiful, you know, carrying your cross or, I mean, Christ, of course, you know, he is the ultimate hero in the Catholic Christian culture, just like Lord Rama you know, who is considered a god in the Indian culture. And and when these stories are enacted and they they become part of our consciousness, I think they give us courage, right? 
They keep us from, you know, going in, into, I can't do this, becoming victim, right? And that's something we talked about a lot. Take what has happened to you. What we can't change is what's happened to you or me, you know, and transform that from being a victim to to wisdom, to, to transformation. And I think that's the purpose of life. I think that's what Jesus and all ancient cultures said. That's what they were teaching us, that the purpose of life is not that it's going to go all very smoothly. That's why there are no stories where everything goes really well and everybody's fine. And, you know, the hero can just kind of understand what he's looking for to just, you know, take a few simple steps. I get this all the time, Lorena, in my work, you know, people come in and then they say, well, well, tell me what to do. And I always joke about it. If I knew one step you could take to make your life better, right? You know, I would live in Hollywood in, you know, in the, in the <laughs> there, there isn't there. It's a journey. And that's what we always talk about, right? Together. It's a journey. I think it's beautiful. I mean, it should be something that we learn since we're kids because we just see it as failure. I don't think we yes. understand the full cycle. And it is so important to un understand this is not a curse. It's actually an adventure. And that totally sets another tone to it. And you're ready to conquer, to face your trials and and actually want to to have a good ending. Lorena Junco Margain, passionate art collector, devoted wife and mother, is already shaken after fleeing Mexico with her family while pregnant due to concerns for their safety. After arriving in her new home in Austin, Texas, she learns she has a tumor on her adrenal gland. Although not life-threatening, the condition is serious and requires surgery right away. Having long experienced unexplained symptoms of dizziness and lethargy that neither medications nor holistic or Ayurvedic treatments have helped, she embraces the news with tears of relief. With a simple surgery, she can regain her strength and joyful spirit. But fate can be mischievous, and to err is human, even for surgeons. Rather than improve after surgery, her condition worsens. On the way to Casa Lotus is the gripping true story of Hunka Margain's journey coming to terms with the permanent consequences of a surgeon's devastating mistake. Mindful that even good people make errors and that vengeance such as legal action would not mend her broken body or soul, she chooses instead to embark on a quest for peace and healing, beginning by seeking space in her heart to forgive. You can get your copy of On the Way to Casa Lotus on Amazon or at LorenaJuncoMargain.com. I know we've talked a lot about relationships, and you say even if you go through a divorce, you're still going to marry your own self. Is that a hero's journey? Like, is it <laughs> something that, that repeats as well? Yeah, so... So you actually, what you did now is you jumped to the seventh stage, for example, of the hero's journey. Okay, so let's back up a little bit. So you, the hero starts off their life, right? And it's a call to be called, Campbell called it the call to adventure. And you can equate that, in if you're look, using the astrological matrix, you can equate it to the first house or the first sign of Aries, those of you who are familiar with astrology. And then he kind of cycles through the 12 signs of the zodiac and, you know, that's where the journey ends. And then we start all over again. Which is as assistance, departure, 
trials. Yeah, so, yeah you know, so basically you start off with the call to adventure and the hero has a choice, as Campbell described in any good story, to to refuse the call. You can say, I'm not going to take this adventure. It's too hard. I can't go forward, right? And, you know, then he goes through many, many stages of particularly the most difficult stages, the ordeal where we say the hero almost dies, which is equated to, in, in the Vedic astrology, to Scorpio and the eighth house. You know, and there's, there's portions of the story where the hero is, is retreating inwards. There's portions of the story where the hero is out there making podcasts. You know that. And all of that kind of shows up in the astrological matrix. But let me, to make it easier, let me show you the, the nine characters first that we use, that every good story has. So when I'm looking at a horoscope, I'm looking at the sun in your horoscope as the hero. What kind of hero do you have capacity to be? What kind of hero is in your consciousness, right? So Lorena, you come from a very heroic family, if I can throw that out. And yes. so you obviously have a very strong hero consciousness. Do you follow what I'm saying? Yes. The, the sun will be very strong in your chart. And not everybody has that if you, if you were, you know, because remember your horoscope is the consciousness of your family at the time of your birth. And if, you know, if in your horoscope people, when, when a big adventure, you know, when, if you grow up around people that did not mentor you to take on big risks and challenges, you may not have the matrix to do that. But that's the job I feel of the, the coach, the person, the mentor is to say, okay, look, step by step to get you there. Some people are just ready. You know, they have a, the sun in their horoscope is just ready to take on, you know, the call to adventure, say, I'm going to take the risks. I'm going to take the dragons and the villains and the, the battles I have to fight. Some people are not. That's what I use the, the astrological horoscope for, just to see where that person is in their consciousness. So every story has a good hero, okay? And I'm looking at that. That's the sun in your horoscope. Every good story has hero support. You will always see in any good story, there will be a mother figure. Uh, you know, even in The Queen's Gambit, which everybody's been watching on Netflix recently, um, the lady, the, the mother who shows up in her life, who adopts her, right? She allows her to, to start playing chess. So there'll be a mother. That's the moon in your horoscope. So I'm looking at the, the kind of support the moon can give. Then I'm looking at Mars in your horoscope, the, the enemies and the battles that you have to fight. I'm looking at Mercury to see what do you have good strategy? Do you have good planning? You know, Mercury is a strategizing planet. How well do you plan? I'm looking at Venus, all the comforts and the joy and the ease that you have in your life so that, you know, we can't battle every day. You know, and you mentioned a homeless person that's really difficult because you can fight all day with all the things you have to, but at the end of the day, you need a place to sit down and, and just rest and recuperate and maybe a comfortable spot. And then I'm looking at Saturn, you know, you and I talk about that a lot, about the, the obstacles and the limitations you will face. And most importantly, I'm looking at the North Node and the South Node, Rahu and Ketu, which are the, your shadow, your, your, your blind spots which are really what the hero is trying. If you look at any good story, that's what the hero is trying to remove those blind spots in their life. Yes. And talking about blind spots, it's kind of the problem, the most resistance you have with. That's mm -hmm. where you have to, uh, as, as they say, the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek. So it's kind of a courageous thing to do, right? Because... We all know that if we 
silence ourselves for a bit. We know what those triggers are and it, th those are a clue where we need to work more, right? Am I right on that? Absolutely. And I think that is the purpose of our birth, which is to really understand, you know, when we are struggling in any, in any good story, it's you have to purge, you have to figure out what is your shadow, your blind spots and your shadows. Those are usually what shows up, show up as villains in our life because we get stuck in a certain areas. We say, well, you know, this is the way things are going to be. This is, this is how, and that's you, you know, for those of you who are familiar, I talk about Rahu and Ketu in the horoscope, which is the North node and the South node. They, they, they show me. So actually for me, I have a little bit of a diagnosis. But again, I want to emphasize that you can follow all of this without the astrological matrix. You can learn to, to um, overcome your blind spots by really being honest with yourself. You know, so much of the trouble we get into life is that we're not able to be totally honest with ourselves, to totally see, our, see where we are also failing, right? And, and any good hero has to discover that. And you mentioned earlier, I wish it was taught, you know, when we were children, there is actually a school, you know, in, in Austin, Lorena, that it's a primary school that uses the hero's journey, very popular school. So they wow. teach it to the kids to start with. And there are tools out there. There are books out there that can help you discover all of these aspects of yourself. They can help you to, to channel, you know, your, the strongest side, the, the hero inside of you. The hero has to awaken, which is, knowing that I'm going to take on these dangers, I'm going to take on these challenges, right? And I think it's it's knowing that you're not failed because you have, I, you touched on that, Lorena, earlier, that you the feeling is that if things don't go well in your life, you have failed. That's just not true. Mm -hmm. It's It's an awakening. It's an opportunity to say, now I get to be the hero of this story, right? And I think that takes it up to a beautiful interesting level and it's a very stimulating one to know that you have things in your hands and that is all about perception so you can either be the victim or you can be the hero and I think it's beautiful for all mis amigos my friends that are listening please know there is a way out it is proven there's a lot of lit literature about the hero's journey fascinating youtube videos one of them including renunam yoshi you could even uh, go to her webpage renunam we will all provide the resources that we've mentioned in the link below and please know that there are a lot of people actually everyone in the world we all have our hero's journey and if you have the time to pause and reflect on it, I, I invite you to have the courage to do it because life just unfolds in such a beautiful way and fear is literally cut off. Is that how you would put it? Instead of freaking out, it's like a very empowering tool, an empowering tool to understand that this is happening for a reason and I will be a hero to me, you don't you don't care if it's to the world, but it just gives you yeah. peace that you did the right thing for your own sake. And that alone gives you so much self-esteem and the self-esteem will raise above and, you know, you'll have more purpose. And that leads to beautiful things in life uh, with with the book on my way to Casa Lotus. Now that I read and read, you know, the manuscripts and then when I did the audible, 
I cannot believe even my story taught me lessons of strength I didn't know I had in me. I was surprised I had that ability. And I think that the only way to know that you have a way out and a beautiful way out is that if you do your homework, you need to be honest. You need to have good mentors surrounding you and open ears and heart, because if not, you can just, you know, pretend to be doing the work and not necessarily accomplishing what you're saying you're doing. So is there any, any other thoughts, Renu, that you would like to give before closing this, this amazing session? And I'm happy to continue maybe reading some extracts of your book in our next episode. I'm inviting you now officially, officially to do this. And I think it would be a beautiful exercise based on a movie which everyone can relate to how the, the hero journey plays out. I think that would be fascinating and very interesting for all our friends that are out there listening. And sometimes it's easier to learn from other people's stories from than from yours because Absolutely. it doesn't it doesn't have those triggers and those knots in your stomach. So I would love having the time for another episode, just focusing as I did when I met you with Steve Jobs' chart and how that, you know, played in, in astrology. I would love having a conversation on Harry Potter, which I know kids from eight years and up will understand. And I think it's even empowering as a mom that I have little kids. I would love, you know, putting the movie and explaining, oh, you see how, and stop the movie and say, you see how this is happening? So this is the villain, this is the mentor, and just kind of slowly introducing them to the concept where I would gi I would be giving them a, a life skill. So I yeah. invite you to do that. Are you, would you be open to that? Absolutely. You know, it's, it's a big topic and we didn't go through all the stages and because, of course, there's 12 stages and it will take time. But what I, I just invite everybody to also, you know, get a copy of my book, even if you're not familiar with astrology or Vedic astrology, because I make it really, really easy. I make it very simple to understand. I use um, ancient Vedic, you know, Indian stories that are part of the culture that produced yoga, that produced you know, Vedic astrology, it produced Ayurveda, all these things that people are familiar with today, because they are part of the mythology of that culture. Just like carrying your cross is a part of the mythology of the Catholic culture, you know. So I introduced those, but I also, at the end of the book, I use uh, The Matrix, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, you know, all the stories that we are familiar with. And I show you stage by stage how each stage pertains to the stage you may be in. So, for example, you know, in the Matrix, there's a, there's a stage in which the hero, uh, the protagonist, he is fighting, I think, like, you know, 200 villains at the same time, right? And that stage, in any good story, it's called, it's a very difficult stage. And it's called the hero almost dies. You know, we hold our breath. But... After that stage, when that when we make it through that stage, the next stage, Joseph Campbell called the magic flight, because it's that, at that point when the mentors are, you are ready, when you outrun the darkness, you're ready for the mentors, which is also your inner guides, can come in and swoop you up and show you the big picture. 
So I go through all of that step by step. I try to really make it the hero's journey and the astrological matrix, how they relate and how these mythologies and these stories all relate, um, make it really accessible, you know, to the advanced reader who's very into the astrological uh, knowledge, as well as people who are newcomers to it. I love it. And for everyone listening, just remember, uh, you can buy this book. It's a contemporary guide to self-knowledge through the ancient art of Vedic astrology. And please know that I am a seeker. I am always on my way to finding better practices to be a better person. And with Renu, I hit the jackpot, and I am very, very blessed. She's a Vedic astrologer, an Ayurveda practitioner, and a transformational coach. Please have a time to go to her webpage. We will put it in the links. And I also invite you to read On My Way to Casa Lotus, which Renu being my mentor, I learned without knowing how to to go through those stages. And if you read my book, you will see how those stages evolve and how I finally end at a place where I'm at peace. So thank you, my friends, for listening. This is an ongoing conversation. Any questions, please feel free to email us at Lorena at lorenajuncomargain.com or on my web pod podcast and you'll see all the links we will be giving to you. Please know you are not alone and we are here to guide you, to help you because remember or not, even you'd know it, we are all on our way and Renu, thank you for being that mentor, my guru and I will be forever grateful and as well to call you my friend, which most of all, that is uh, the biggest part of it, that you're, you know me inside out and, and I appreciate you for all the time, the tears, the anger, the sadness and the triumphs. So I bow to you, Renu, and thank you very much. Hope we can continue chatting soon. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to On My Way with Lorena Hunko Margain. We'd like to invite you to send us your thoughts and any questions from this podcast by emailing Lorena at LorenaHuncoMargain.com. You can also reach out to us directly through our website by clicking the link in the show description of this podcast. This podcast is a production of Terra Firma and recorded from the historic Arlen Studios in Austin, Texas. Special thanks to executive producer Casey Helmick, studio engineer Joseph Olkeen, audio and video editor Scott Caro, and our special guest, Renu Namjashi. Thank you.